Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Okay, it's Godwin Kelly, along with, identify yourself. Scott Zucker. That's right. If you're expecting Ken Willis, you're disappointed. Surprise! If you're expecting Zach Dean, also disappointed. <laughs> it's like thinking you're going to get Junior, and then maybe you'll get Chase, and you end up with Dave Reagan. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, welcome into our pod. It's this quite is, comfortable here. Yes. It's, it's uh, sanitized. It's... Uh, gleaming but i've got it before we get started i gotta tell you that america broke my heart uh monday night tuesday night oh the voice yeah um because i got on the lee train and i thought for sure caleb lee would get through to the final four and he he got he was in the final eight and then it came down to a three-man sing-off and I knew he was in trouble because the other guy, one of the other guys was just like him. So he was kind of singing against himself, basically. And then they had the young kid that, you know, the heartthrob kid. So, Well, among the phrases I never heard, thought I'd hear Godwin Kelly use is three-man sing-off. <laughs> I know. I was, I was heartbroken when Caleb Lee didn't win. I was, uh, I've never seen that. I didn't. I, had, yeah. I don't know anything about it. Well, anyway, we've got a uh, – there's a lot of news jam-packed. Uh, you got your Kevin Harvick winning five times. Crazy. Yep. Um, it's beginning to look a lot like, not Christmas, but uh, Harvick-Kyle Bush kind of year. Yeah, the kids are really taking over this year, huh? Yeah, that's eight wins in 12 races between them two. Uh, we've, Kevin Harvick, we, we've identified, is 82 years old. Correct? Yep. We're going to touch on the Chevrolet woes. Uh, the All-Star Race is this weekend. It's got some new wrinkles. Very exciting. And uh, we're going to hear from a UFC women's flyweight contender. <laughs> Why? Because this is Daytona Motor Mouse, and we, you know, we don't stay on the rails all the time. Good. I was, I was hoping. I, I didn't think we'd get a flyweight in there, but I'm, I was very hopeful <laughs> we get a UFC women's well, contender. Well, there's a, there's a reason. There's two reasons why I, I stuck this clip in here. Because the next clip is Elliot Sadler, so you get a uh, really a cross section of voice. It's you know it's it's just uh, it'll scramble your mind. Also, I believe an attempt to have me talk less. <laughs> the other the other goal. Yeah. So anyway, let's uh, let's just pop right into uh, the the next uh, deal here. What do you know? Let's get right into it after this little break. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, 
human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, what do you know? Here we go. Kevin Harvick. Uh, five wins and 12 races at the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series level. That's unheard of these days. You're, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Didn't, didn't Martin Truex do that last year? <laughs> yeah. Well, he won He won eight races over 36 races, and he won seven races. Seven of his wins were on mile-and-a-half tracks. Uh, Harvick's winning on mile and a half tracks and mile tracks and here and there and everywhere. So um, I don't want to say cheating. No, no, no. We can't say that because um, you know they they have that new laser scanner deal, and so uh, you know the car's legal. I mean, you know they've just as I said in NASCAR this week, which is uh, oh, syndicated it? It around the world. Read. Yes, around the world. Um, the number four Ford, Stuart Haas Racing, has found the what I call the secret sauce. You know that that delicate combination of ingredients that makes your car unbeatable. And uh, so anyway, um, Kevin Harvick, he's uh, 42. Um, some people may have thought he might have been past his prime at this point. And he is more gung-ho now than he was probably 10 years ago. And um, he is, he's feeling the beans. You know what I mean? I have no idea what you mean. Okay. So he's feeling it. He knows that there's something happening here. Is, is what this... exactly isn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> is this sustainable over the course of the season? I mean, there's no way he keeps up this pace. Well, let's let's go to uh, our audio clip files, and we've got Mr. Harvick talking about this uh, tremendous start to the 2018 season. Yeah, now it feels like a game. You know, it, re- it really does because of the fact that you want to see how many races you can win. You want to see how many laps you can lead and, and you know we know that we're riding a momentum wave that is hard to come by and you need to capitalize on it as many times as you can because it may never come again i've never had it in my career and i've been doing this for 18 years and you know these these moments are not something that happens very often and and now you need to go you know put every detail into a car like you're racing for a championship race at homestead every week because it just has that that special feel to it and you know, it's a, it's just a it's a good time to be at SHR. They're doing a great job of putting fast race cars on the track. But you know, I think when you look at a night like tonight, it really shows the experience of the team um, because I feel like this is the kind of cars that we had in 2014. But we had a lot of parts failures. We were all new. We made a lot of mistakes and just didn't really know how to deal with it like we do now. And you know, it's uh, but yeah, it's it's addicting. Now it's a game. Yeah, see? See what I mean? Apparently it's a game. Yeah. That's how good he is. Now it's a game. It's like, how many wins can we get? How many laps can we lead? I mean, he's he's in the playoffs. So now he's just going to try and, you know, binge win. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring in the kids, Godwin. Yeah. 
binge win. Um, by the way, I'm I just discovered binge watching. You uh, just discovered binge. I did. I swear to God, uh, my we were at my son's house and all he had is Netflix. He didn't have he didn't have uh, cable. Kids, huh? So we started watching this show called uh, Nurse Jackie. Yeah, it was from Showtime. Showtime show. Yeah. Uh, and the great Edie Falco, I believe. It yes, and so we start watching, and then it automatically clicks over from one episode to the next to the next. Yeah, that's how Netflix works, Godwin. Yeah, it's, for, for those of us who've been alive in this century, <laughs> that's how Netflix works. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, um, before we uh, before we get any further here, and we get way off track, um, Truex was leading this race with two laps to go right mm-hmm. there's two laps to go he's leading uh harvick started eighth on the last restart with like 10 laps to go and uh truex thought he had this race at kansas one and uh he couldn't believe what he what he saw happen on the penultimate lap nice. when he got when uh, Harvick just went by him like he was standing still. So we have a little little ditty here from Mr. Truex talking about Ford in general. Well, we're going to have to find something. You're going to have to find some speed, and um, and I think I think our cars are capable. We've had good speed throughout the season at points. We just haven't been as consistent as last year in finding it. Um, I feel like the box for us is a little bit smaller. Um, and it's pretty evident that the Fords have an unfair advantage this year, so I'll just throw that out there. He said it. He said it. I didn't say it. He said it. Well, two things out of that. <laughs> the, the first thing is uh, Truex sounds a lot less happy this year than he did last year. Yeah. All those things that were going right for him last year, he would have been the guy who got it with two laps to go last right. year. Uh, the second thing is I'm really glad that you've started using that word of the day calendar to get penultimate out of that. <laughs> I love penultimate. I'm sure it's I'm one sure of my favorite words. Um, so before we leave, what do you know? Um, there's Kevin Harvick with his five wins, and then we've got your Kyle Busch, who's a Toyota driver, and he had three in a row. And Kyle Busch is leading the standings. Harvick is third in the standings, um, and then I think somewhere between them is Logano, Joey Logano. So I thought I believe Logano is third in the standings. <laughs> Something like that. It, you know, it, once you get up there, you, you, they all look the same. You know, it's just <laughs> why be accurate? That's yeah, what I say. It's just a mess. So anyway, but it's really looking like um, uh, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch. You know, he one's going to win one week, one's going to win the next week. The the real battleground is the one and a half mile tracks because they both win at those tracks. So, um, are you are you are you sensing this like two car duel for the rest of the year? I mean, that's what it looks like right now. Again, you know, the the old adage is it's a it's a long year. We're not we're not anywhere near the halfway point yet. Just give it a little time, but. You know, Kyle Busch, so dominant early on, and, you know, clearly a fan favorite. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so that's it. That's what do you know. We're going to get out of here, start our next segment after this pause. Just going to run this 
dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, you get that in big-time auto racing. Uh, You know, one thing we haven't really talked about yet in this podcast... We talked about Harvick, we talked about Ford, we talked about Truex and a Toyota saying the Fords have a disadvantage or have an advantage on everybody else. Nobody's talked anything about Chevrolet. It's because they're terrible. (laughs) They are really struggling. Uh, the, The funny thing is they won the biggest race of the year with Austin Dillon, the Daytona 500. Which doesn't feel fluky at all. Yeah. And uh, what happened there was uh, he was actually running second to Eric Armarola. And uh, there on the last lap, uh, they made contact, and poor old Eric ended up in the wall. And Austin Dillon took the checkered flag and then got that infamous tattoo on his buttocks. Yes, yes. We got so. three days' worth of stories out of it. Too, <laughs> So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, you know, but the the big story for Chevrolet, of course, is that Jimmy Johnson continues to excel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I think you have a fun fact about Jimmy Johnson. I do have a fun fact about seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson yet to lead a lap in 2018. That's incredible to me. That's just mind-boggling. I, I mean, it's going to take me a, several minutes to wrap my, my hands around that. So... Uh, We'll so we'll go. take a station break right now. <laughs> so anyway, they've got a lot of work to do. And I'm going to tell you that uh, it's starting to wear on Chase Elliott. He, Chase Elliott's supposed to be the top Chevrolet guy now in the number nine Hendrick Motorsport Ford. And um, he's getting really frustrated. He says we're, we're, he's, his team is struggling to be mediocre which is you know just crazy when you think of hendrick motorsports and everything they've done in the last 30 years and have them just flailing you know with this new uh ever since they brought the new camaro in you know this year right they just haven't been able to put it together and it's just bizarre that they haven't done any better than they have well with all due respect to our angry young colleague (laughs) Chase, Chase Elliott, it's, is it starting to be the time where people are getting a little bit like maybe he isn't the next best thing? Yeah. Well, I think, though, you, if you look at the Chevrolet camp and how just miserable they are, I mean, uh, a lot of times they their top guy may not be Chase, but their top guy is like eighth and ninth in any race. Right. I mean, that's their top guy, best in class. So... Uh, Chevrolet's got a lot of work to do right now. Boy, they just, I don't know, this car, you know, I think you put it in the wind tunnel and you run these computer schemes and whatnot and everything looks great on paper or on the on your monitor, but once you get it in real uh, racing, it just isn't working. So 
they've got to do some they got to do some digging undefeated in the wind tunnel though. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do some extra sawing all right so let's move on because uh this week is a very special weekend of racing because it's the monster energy all-star race at charlotte motor speedway saturday night <laughs> <laughs> we're all excited about it. aren't we excited well, and a little little interesting wrinkle this time around. Yeah, trying a little something different. Yeah, um, this it's funny because um, when they do in recent years, when they've done promotions about this race, they've used clips from the '87 race and the '92 race, which are really the only two races that were exciting. Anybody remembers? Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, so nascar is going to the restrictor plate for this race and of course that knocks the horsepower down in every car and in theory it should keep them closer together rather than one guy running off and hiding but um you know i think it's i think this could be they use this race to test stuff Mm -hmm. and this could be a test for next year this could if this goes You're like talking, they talking they, all restrictor plate all the time well on certain tracks i mean they might introduce it here and there you know just to change it up see what happens fans love the restrictor plate so it well, work out great did you watch talladega yes that place was packed you know well super speedway is a little different than running it in charlotte yeah but uh even like dover you know they they had a pretty good crowd but you still saw large patches of grandstand opening every seat in the house at talladega was looked like there was a fanny in it so you think the the notion is restrictor plates make for tighter pack racing which makes for better crowds yes obviously because the two restrictor plate races this year i don't know if talladega was officially a sellout but they had a giant crowd, and the Daytona 500 was a sellout. So uh, I think the restrictor plates, we're going to see more of this, and this is just a kind of a test run to see what happens. So keep, your, keep your eyes open on this. I'm not sure putting restrictor plates on in Chicagoland is going to make it a sellout. <laughs> it could. You never know. This thing could be a whopping success, you know. I do enjoy just saying Chicagoland, though. Yeah. Chicago land in Joliet makes no sense at all. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to move on from that. Um, you know, Scott. Every year, the fans, NASCAR fans, they vote for this award called the Most Popular Driver. And uh, for 15 straight years, guess who won the Most Popular Driver award for 15 straight years? Danica Patrick. <laughs> No, no, no. She's probably in the top ten at some point. But uh, it was Dale Earnhardt Jr. Well, guess, Shock, shocking. Guess what? He's Dale, not going to win this year. No. Well, maybe. Well, he's not eligible, so. That doesn't mean he's not going to win. Well, you've got to. It's all computerized now. And so it's the, the people that are registered as drivers are the ones that uh, – are listed so you can't there's a you know in the old days you'd mail in like snail mail you'd mail in right uh, an entry 
but now it's all on the computer so he has no chance to win it but what's funny is is there's kind of a jockeying going around you know because it's a cool award to win yeah because it means you know you're accepted by a large majority of of the nascar fan base probably be a battle between the bush brothers right yeah so you know there you could say uh in in like if some of these victory lane things Mm -hmm. like the driver is going up into the grandstands and shaking hands and you know trying to be more fan friendly you know that's and and so um clint boyer who is from kansas and raced at kansas and you know there he had he has a big following guess where in kansas kansas um he was somebody asked him about this about the most popular driver award and um so we got a clip of him talking about uh, campaigning for the award. Dale's gone. Uh, Dale Jr.'s gone. Uh, he's not gone. He's well. I mean, probably for for our purposes. I hope here. that he's cleaning a mess up and and replacing a new diaper. That's what I hope he's doing right now. <laughs> but he's probably not going to win most popular driver again this year. He's um, certainly not going to be the most popular driver. That's, that's for right. sure. So give me your sales pitch. Why should why should you be the heir apparent there? Because he's not. So why why shouldn't it be me or, or anybody else? But uh, uh, the most popular driver. I mean, that's a neat tradition that NASCAR's always done. But I love my fan base. I love the following, uh, the interaction we have on Twitter. Um, it's just a positive vibe and a positive feel. And, and uh, you know, I appreciate that support. I've had it since you know more so in Kansas City here than anywhere. Um, you know, so I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. I don't need a a, a vote or a trophy to, to understand that um, I'm part of a, a big thing in, in a big sport and in, in this world and it's that's certainly gratifying enough for me so what do you think well that's not exactly lobbying I mean that's like you know if nominated I'll accept the, uh, <laughs> the nomination that's I mean first everybody loves Boyer anyway yeah I mean he's again he's 100 years old but everybody likes him because he's sort of like your uh non-threatening uncle right but but you know that was yeah it was just him answering a question he was he wasn't there was no you know boyer campaign hats out there no but it just shows you that that is out there you know it's on people's minds you know because dale jr who's now a daddy yes uh, well documented yeah i know more about his kids i know about mine yeah so uh he's back home changing diapers like boyer said so it's 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 wide open as far as most popular driver and i know there's a lot of guys out there that would love to have this award because it's you know for whatever reason it's an award it's a nascar award it's so i mean it it it, it's a way to measure you know how how you are connecting with the fans and you probably can get marketing money out of it so all right so we're gonna leave here, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to uh, read a name for me when we get into the next segment. Okay. Yeah. That's All right. That. So uh, that's it for uh, what you'll get that in big time auto racing. It's on to the next segment. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. 
from the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Greenwatch Checkers. All right, this is Ken Willis' favorite uh, segment. You know why? Because it's colorblind? Because uh, it's the last segment. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know how they bring in, you know, Daytona 500, they bring in so many people, uh, celebrities and whatnot. And uh, and, uh, uh, my phone's ringing, but we took care of that. So, they bring in a lot of celebrities. Very professional. Uh, uh, Yeah, other other tracks bring in celebrities and sometimes you get some kind of strange people that you you know maybe the general public doesn't know celebrities with a small c yeah yeah and so they brought kansas uh, speedway brought in uh now i need you now i need your help valentina shevchenko right and she is the UFC. I always want to say UCF. Well, yeah. it's confusing here in Central Florida. Yeah. So it's the UFC women's flyweight number one contender. And she was an honorary race official at Kansas. And um, I just love her voice so much that I... Do you think she knew what was going on? No, I don't think she knew she was being... Uh, she was being recorded. So uh, we got... We obtained a recording of... Valentina Shevchenko. (laughs) And this is just for your listening pleasure. (laughs) You have the nickname Bullet, uh, partially because you're you're so fast with your hands. So uh, talk about that pace car ride you got. You guys were moving along out there. Um, Yeah, my ring name, it's my coach gave me. It's uh, like for... um, I think because of qualities, like not just hands, like but reaction, and um, I think uh, the drivers they have the same mentalities like the martial artists. I think that they have the same con- concentration before their um, uh, competition that we are, and uh, many things in common that we have, and this is amazing because uh, every time when I, for example. Right now, I see them. I think in what, for example, they can think right now. What they are thinking about their competition right now. And I, in my imagination, I think they are still thinking the same that I am thinking about before my competition. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great analogy. Oh, Scott, what did you think of the analogy? I thought it was an excellent analogy. I wanted her to say moose and squirrel really badly. Uh, and I thought that the... the uh, the interviewer might have pulled a hamstring trying to stretch to make that. <laughs> you know, you you have very fast hands and yeah. you drove in a fast car. Yeah. So naturally, these two things go together. Right. So uh, that's, but that happens at every race, and you know we're we're accustomed to having maybe a little higher profile people here. Uh, for the Daytona 500. Who was the basic car? It was uh, it was Peyton Manning, wasn't it? Yeah, Peyton Manning. Who, then, who, by the way, did not sit down for an interview with the media. Not that I'm still angry about that. And then we had um, we had the uh, the actress uh, that played Monster. Oh yes, we had um, 
Charlie's Charlie's Theron. Theron. Yes, I re- I recall you asking several questions to yes. Charlie's Theron. I was in the press conference. I was. You in, seemed quite enamored of her. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. <laughs> It's the only way I care to put it for the sake of this podcast. All right. So anyway, um, we're going to go down to AAA. You know, every once in a while, we we got to go down to the, the lower level leagues and just kind of check in down there. And what we find is Mr. Elliot Sadler. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago when Chase Elliott was mm-hmm. racing, Elliot Sadler. It was getting confusing, you know. Well, you know, one of them's first name is Elliot. Yeah, I and know. The other one's last name is Elliot. I know. So it's not really that confusing. Well, for me, it is. I'm, well, I'm well, of a certain age. Lots of things are confusing <laughs> for you, but we don't have time for that now. Right. So anyway, um, I was just in awe of his record in the Xfinity series which Willis likes to call the Bush series <laughs> for 25 years it was the Bush series and Bush, Willis <sighs> uh, stopped paying attention to anything that happened after 1985 yeah so uh, anyway and they've run 10 races okay and he has not finished lower than ninth in 10 races but on the flip side he has not won but on the flip side of that, <laughs> can you flip it three times? But, but he is the UCF women's flyweight champion. Oh, I'm reading the wrong line. Go ahead. He's the Xfinity <laughs> Series points leader based on these incredible uh, finishes he's had. It's it's amazing. Eight top five finishes. Another another example of youth being served again in, in NASCAR this year. And so um, in a conscious contrast of voices we go from the uh the ucf girl <laughs> ufc to uh elliot sadler talking about his season in the xfinity series driving for uh, dale earnhardt jr by the way oh that's right yeah junior motorsports so let's check in on mr elliot sadler well i mean we definitely been running good enough to to put ourselves in position to win we lost daytona by an inch or two and Talladega, we had the fastest race car I probably have ever had in 22 years of racing, and we got in that mess on, you know, coming to pit road with a 42 wrecked under us, and we had the speed to get away from him and got a penalty and lap down, but that was probably a race that sticks out of my head to, that has gotten away from us. Uh, Richmond, we were really good through the middle part of the race. Dover, we were good the entire weekend. It was fun to go there and run as good as we were, and felt like we had the best car there at the end. It was just... Um, good hard racing between Justin and I and he was able to to hold on to the lead and and, and edge us out I don't think it's one thing that we're pointing to to saying we got to do this to win that we're not doing I think it's that I've got to do probably a little bit better job on communication to get my cars uh, better at the end of the race and and which way the track's going and and then we'll go from there but all all in all I feel like we've had a really good season so far I did not realize he was also Russian (laughs) that's actually southern Virginia They've got their own kind of it's accent a, it's down there. It's a little there. softer, uh, yeah. so, softer twang. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, that's pretty much a wrap for us. Uh, I just want to remind everybody to uh, get your questions in about NASCAR or life problems. Ken Willis says he'll answer life qu- problems. He's an unregistered life coach. <laughs> So um, just go on Twitter, 
His Twitter handle is at HeyWillieNJ. Use the hashtag, hashtag HeyWillie. Ask any question you want, and he will answer it when he's here. He's not here to answer questions, so we have to skip over that this week. But uh, on Twitter, hashtag HeyWillie. Ask any question about NASCAR or anything. He doesn't care. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Godwin Kelly. Scott, how can they find you? Ironically, at Scott Zucker. Really? That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. And America, I... I want want to close with something with Lessie in, so I can... uh, Hey, Godwin, y'all need to drink more light beer. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. I'm going to be drinking some more light beer because America broke my heart Tuesday night. (laughs) Caleb Lee... You're the man. You're going to make it. You're going to be fine. We believe in you, Caleb. We believe in you, Caleb Lee from Ormond Beach. All right. So until next week, that's Godwin Kelly and Scott. We're signing off. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.